welcome back to the sesh. I'm Kendall Gray. And I'm Janelle. I was going to say here with my beautiful cousin. <laughs> oh, I like that. I think you should start saying that. I should. I just was pumping Janelle up about her hair. She was dissing on her hair, which I don't know how you could diss on these luscious Leo locks. <laughs> Shut up. you going to make me blush. I told her she's looking like a mermaid today. I know. I was like on a scale from one to horrible. What do I look? And she's like, mermaid vibes. I was like, wow, yeah. thank you so much. It's like kind of that Kim Kardashian wet look. Like, yeah, you she see told in me person, that she's like, more, was wet, like, that's but. funny. Yeah, well, it's been drying now, but yeah, I took a shower before I came here. You know what I would hair. do to have your hair, dude? <laughs> you know what I would give to have your hair? Well, thanks. Appreciate that so much. <laughs> so many can well, relate. I've got well, very thin hair. There's not much of it. You do well with your hair. Your hair looks great. And it was so well, funny. Literally. I used my carb cocktail today. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Your hair loves carbs. Is yeah. I don't, I've never heard of this, but yeah, the hair loves carbs. That's I guess. really interesting. Uh, Nicole Guerrero. Oh, turned me on to this carb yeah. cocktail by this company called like Dream Wow or something. Shit. And giving me some volume, working. giving me some life. Ooh, very yeah. voluptuous. Your hair's been looking good. Even Thanks. the other day when I was looking at footage from a video you filmed, I was like, uh, I don't know. So I was like, she gonna blow out? And then I literally come over and you're like, cocktail. it looks like trash. I hate my, it's disgusting. <laughs> or in the video, you're even talking and you're like, oh, really? this looks terrible. I was like, what? Sometimes oh, I can't good. see the monitor very well and I can't tell if it looks bad or good. <laughs> Sometimes I can't see when I'm filming. It's fine. Oh, I just realized I'm not wearing my wedding ring. Oh, scandal. Uh -oh. Let's address yeah, it now. People are going to think, uh-oh. Guys, here, you heard it here first. No. Bad news, guys. Bad, bad news. No, no. Scandal. I took it off because I spray tanned myself. I feel like when I have a wedding ring one day, I will like never wear it all the time. Like, because sometimes rings really annoy me. I like want them. I want all the jewelry off me, you know? So yeah, I feel like yeah, I put yeah. it down. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of how it is like with my nose ring sometimes. I'm oh. like, Gizzy, I don't normally take it off, but I took it off for the first time and put a new one in oh, for like say, the first time in years. Cute. Thanks. Like I that. wanted a new vibe. I was sick of the silver. It I looks really new. good. Yeah, it felt like good to have it out for a day. I just had a regular nose. Just I could like wipe my nose yes. like wild mm -hmm. and it wasn't sharp and cutting <laughs> inside. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's always a great feeling. But anyways... Hello. Welcome back to the sesh. Yes. Welcome back to our show. <laughs> Who are we sponsored by today? We are sponsored by Athena Club, Modern Fertility Stamps, and Third Ooh, Love. What a lineup. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring the show. Yes. Today's going to be a really exciting episode. I'm really ready to talk about this. I've been mm -hmm. wanting to find a good time to talk about mm -hmm. this whole thing. We've kind of touched on it a few times throughout the year um, in our spices, but lately there or recently yeah, a documentary a has come out is it only been a or week? maybe i don't know i don't know it hasn't been that long two operation weeks varsity blues yep it's on netflix. netflix doc on the college admission scandal super interesting yeah, super and, juicy like we i didn't know much more about it than like the Lori laughlin thing like i knew her mm -hmm. whole ordeal and like the mossimo like her husband mm -hmm. But I didn't know how, like, all these other, like, people that I'd never heard of. And then yeah. Rick Singer. Mm -hmm. He's, like, the man of it all. He's, right. the, he's the one that <laughs> sold them all the promises of mm -hmm. getting into the schools. And he was, like, the real, like, mastermind behind it. Kind of like the puppeteer. Yeah. Yes. Bringing them all into this yep. stuff. And it seemed, yeah, it's very interesting. We'll get all so into that. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I thought it was, yeah, I have a lot to say. It, it was also interesting because we have been... To college both of us that we kind of like now not that we went to ivy league schools but, <laughs> definitely not but like i feel like i found myself relating to a lot of things just on like a personal mm -hmm. level which is just it was really interesting and the whole like dynamic of this pressure in society like get into a college get into a good mm -hmm. college and my kids mm -hmm. have to get into a good college and mm -hmm. it's like for what for this like name you're like paying for a name sometimes no much of it. yeah at the end of the day so very yeah it'll be a good conversation yeah. i'm i have a lot to say on this so I'm excited to get into it. Um, we don't have any spices this week. Nope. Yeah. Honestly, I just don't have like the the strength for that this week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little Same. just tired. And there's like there's like a lot of drama going there's on, but it's too complicated now for me to even understand what's going on yeah. unless it's gonna become like a whole new true crime. It'll yeah. be like a true crime <laughs> like I'll have to prepare like a regular video. For no, that. 100%. the amount of research I'll have to do to <laughs> no. understand all the people involved in all these different things. Yeah. Now it's like and I feel like Dobrik, it's becoming quite James Charles. Yeah, it's like, becoming like very saturated of how many people are talking about yeah. it. And like it's just honestly like I I never want to become that have it become to where it's like oh this is happening we have to talk mm -hmm. about this me like either. i want to talk about it. if i want to talk about it and tbh Same. i don't want to talk about it. it's upsetting to me and i really don't yeah. want to know a lot of what's going on right now is just like i can't believe youtube's come to this point it's like yeah. really sad yeah. honestly 
That's like, wait, that's actually an interesting point mm-hmm. because you've been on this platform for yeah. 10 years. How long? When did you first make your video? Well, dude, I remember the first video you ever sent me. It was, you're like, really? well, check this shit out. I'm going to oh, upload God. it. And I was like, hell yeah. Was it, it was the like, eyeshadow it review? It was the elf eyeshadow review. Oh, hell. <laughs> it was so awesome. You filmed it on like your computer. Yep. Like, it was amazing. Dude, I, was, like, I had like this set of 10 <laughs> elf eyeshadows. It was like, you can pick the 10 and they're like mineral shadows. Remember those? Like the bare minerals type? Like they were mineral shadows. Yep. yep. God, I, and I didn't even know how powder. to put on eyeshadow. I'm like, this black one's very nice, guys. <laughs> you just <laughs> put it all over your eyes. <laughs> Dude, oh my god, that's so funny. But like the amount of preparation mental preparation for that video took me weeks to like build up to get to do that. (laughs) And then sending it to you. Yeah, it was the fact I trusted you so much right from the back, because I don't even know if I sent that to like my sister or my family. I don't even know if I showed Josh. I showed you first. You kept it a giant secret for like years. We've told this story before. It's fucking hilarious. I don't know why. It's so stupid. (laughs) It was really. I should have been proud of it, but yeah. Yeah. uh, Hello. Definitely. (laughs) Look what you've made. But I was gonna say. Yeah. Where were you going with this? I was gonna say that you've been on this platform for so long that you've okay. Like back in the day when it was as simple as like Mm -hmm. eyeshadow, random like thirty minute swatch Mm -hmm. videos, and people would like sit there and watch. Then you, if you've seen it to like form into this thing where it's like now people are like insane like it's like celebrities are on yeah. youtube like youtube has made celebrities back then that yeah. was a thing mm-hmm. and so it's like i'm curious to see what your perspective when you were saying like it's kind of sad and like annoying to see how youtube's turned into this it is especially because it did feel much more like a community platform back mm-hmm. in the day and then now there's these people that are kind of like above everyone else and they're like celebrity status and it's sad to see some of these people really taking advantage of that fame and that influence to be, um, I mean, without getting into all the details, if you know, you know, but messaging underage fans or messaging fans in general and using them as your dating pool, like that's so disappointing to yeah. me that there are people, then it's, you know, he's not the only one. James isn't the only one who's done things like that. There's lots of people that take advantage of this, yeah. this influence. It's a of lot it. of influence, like, you know, getting thousands of views. Sometimes I get like a million views on my videos yeah. and that's a lot of people I'm reaching. Like sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh my God. And they're reaching so many more. And to see people like David Dobrik making such a bad example right now and to have it going out in the media is just like YouTubers overall. Like mm-hmm. I think people just kind of see us all as the same. So true. Like people on YouTube are all kind of in the same Do you ever, thing. this? and we could totally cut this out, but do you ever like find yourself a little bit like, or maybe not now, but did, did you ever find yourself embarrassed to be like, I'm on YouTube because it's like automatically, because oh, yeah. like to strangers who don't get it, like yeah. associate you with like the fucking, oh, you're a YouTuber, you sit I in your house, do. make videos and blah, yes. blah, blah. Like, I still do. I am finding myself like something like, what are you doing? I'm like, um, because some people um, don't have the respect for it. And like, I'm, yeah. Mm. Uh-huh, to- and like, I have family members that I'm like more nervous to like talk about that because i'm like what are they thinking do they i'm like they don't they get it, it do they take enough? it seriously are they like yeah. what the hell you got your master's in counseling and now you're doing what like <laughs> i just sometimes am like questioning it's a whole you know, new thing like, i've had that be an issue forever and i i still sometimes think like that but most of the time i realize you know most people are like really impressed or like if they understand we're doing true crime yeah. they'll like understand that's a lot of work and um, we're not just like well, taking instagram so photos. much to like you have a lot to show for like you have a lot to back yourself up like you have mm-hmm. employees you have multiple shows you have a business like you have it's like a whole fucking like empire yeah. you're building so it's like mm-hmm. people can't talk that much shit like right but know? they only like, know so much like a lot of true. people don't know what goes into it or what even the business side of youtube looks like so they just think like oh you're like one of those james charles <laughs> Uh, Logan Paul type fellows, you know? And yeah, I don't like really being associated with that. And that's why I don't like this. And I don't think many of us like the term influencer. Yeah. I know like most people that are influencers don't like to be called that. Because it's got a bad rap I like to say creator. I see myself as a Digital creator. That's what I try to say. Yeah, like I'm here to like teach people about things and talk about, discuss important things, not influence and change people or like get them to do things, you know? Right, totally. yeah. Where? What are we even going with this conversation? Um, what did? What did? God, this? I don't even. Uh, talking about how long we've been on YouTube and how I don't even fucking remember oh, the drums. The oh, drums. the drama. But yeah, yeah. basically, why we have no spice topics? <laughs> yeah, we're just. It's is a little too spicy. Like it's getting really serious, yeah. and I almost feel like it's beyond where I should be talking about it. Like yeah. I don't know the details enough, and I don't yeah. know the women involved, and like yeah. And I honestly at, don't know personally how much more we could add to the conversation. Like I feel yeah. like we don't we don't need to speak on it just for the fact of talk, like just mm-hmm. to have Kendall and Janelle's opinion now. They're okay, great. Like, I feel like a lot of people are already mm-hmm. really in, 
invested in this and are doing a you know they're it's it's being covered enough I yeah guess you could by say. people that really understand it yeah. um definitely so so anyways um you guys really like when we do like little check-ins at the beginning mm-hmm. i've been enjoying that so i figured we would continue on with that this week yep um i can go first if you want okay. i have a little bit of news okay you have news well not news but like just a follow-up if you will i know oh. you guys have heard me talk about like feeling a little down lately and like anxious and stuff like that mental health is I've been a little bit of a hard one lately, but I have good news that I have scheduled therapy and I'm very proud of myself for that. Good that I'm like on you. the right path. Not that I, I've been to therapy many times in my life, but I'm happy that I can like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, no, but I'm happy that I like, cause sometimes it's hard to get like back on the wagon. You know, you gotta like, oh, gotta get back yeah. on the saddle and no, I'm really proud of myself for doing that. So I'm excited for that. And then also Colorado's, mm. we're going to be able to get the vaccine soon. I'm just oh, like, yeah, that's so exciting. I'm finally starting to feel like there's a, some light at the end of this dark, scary I know, it's tunnel. starting to look that way. So anyway, so thankful because I watched I Am Legend the other night, dude. Fuck me up. You watched that? I did. I don't know why. Yeah. We just started putting it on. But then once I watched, it was like, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. Cause it was like, <laughs> what our reality could have been if this was way worse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, a yeah, <laughs> definitely <laughs> hits different oh in the God. pandemic for sure. Yeah. I could not imagine. Uh, Cause that but it made me feel grateful. Up. I was like, Oh, I'm so glad, but it's not airborne, but now I'm afraid of airborne viruses. Well, that, not yeah, I know. I'm sure I will. But what's, com- what's to come. We don't know about Ugh. anything in the world it feels like but yeah just wanted to share that with you guys because i wanted to give an update i don't know i thought it was interesting and maybe if you're like toggling with the idea to do something maybe this is your sign to like do it are you moving soon oh yeah that's the that's other thing. thing i'm moving at the end of this month did you find a place yet we have applied to a few places we're touring one this weekend uh, i'm waiting to hear back from another one so Fingers crossed, it's lot. fucking impossible to find a place to live in Colorado. It is, guys. It's like, holy shit. Beast. Everything goes in like two seconds. Everything is so expensive. Stop moving here, please. Stop moving here. But also, I understand why you do, because it's awesome here. Yeah, it is. But yeah, um, so that's a stressor. But I'm also like excited that to just get it over with, honestly, because, mm-hmm. you know, the thought of moving is like, ugh, I hate moving. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of where my life's at. How are you doing? I'm good. I mean, I can't, I've been like really busy lately. I've been so busy to the point where I haven't had time to really like think about anything else. (laughs) Uh, So I'm excited to kind of like just veg out this weekend and tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, But we just got a new studio space. So we're really excited about that. We literally just got the keys. (gasps) So we're going to be slowly moving all our shows into a new space. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be awesome. I'm so, so ready for that. I'm so excited. We won't have to, because yes, you guys always ask. You have to change the sign every fucking time. Uh It's kind of obnoxious. It's very obnoxious. (laughs) We have the same Um, plants, same lava lamps. Yeah. So we want, we're going to have three different sets now. Mm -hmm. Isn't that awesome? It's going to be so cool. It's going to be great. And yeah, send us like ideas on Twitter and stuff. If you have like any cool ideas, like a background, like I'm all, Mm -hmm. I don't like, we're trying to figure out exactly what we want the sesh to look like. So yeah. We definitely would love ideas. Yeah. If you have any like inspiration you mm-hmm. can send our way, that would mm-hmm. be great. We want like obviously like chill vibes, but like cute, like, you know, mm-hmm. the colors. We love the colors. We love greenery. Yeah, definitely. I kind of want some real plants in there. I wonder if we could pull it off. How? There's no windows in that room. That's true, all. Janelle. You are. That's correct. There are no windows. You so definitely what, do need windows and light for plants. What would we do? But you know what? There's certain plants that thrive in that like. Uh, probably get bamboo peace lily bamboo zz plants zz's love the dark i can bring my i have like a freaking four foot bamboo going on in my house oh. i'll just bring his ass yeah bring it <laughs> bring it anyone can come but, but yeah yeah it's gonna be doing so pretty fun. good i just got done with a easter brunch that's why i'm all looking wearing so a blouse cute. normally i'm here in a sweatshirt <laughs> i know i'm like look at you with your necklace and shit you're so fancy you know you look really cute well it's easter the day we're oh, posting yeah. this is Easter. So happy Easter happy to those who are celebrating. Woo. Happy hey. Easter. Okay. What it, did you celebrate Easter often as a kid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was obsessed with Easter as a kid. Really? Mm, yeah. It was fun. I loved the Easter egg hunt. They hide the basket in the house. Yep. We did the Easter egg hunt in the house, too. And then Grandy would always, our grandpa would do a jelly bean hunt. Yep. Jelly Loved bean that. hunt. And we'd always find the jelly beans like... Before. at christmas time yeah, random time seriously that's so true yeah we would like months later like, oh my god find- there's a purple one under the vase <gasps> yeah 
isn't that like that would happen to me too like in my house my parents like hide chocolate eggs and then going around and finding them like i would find one in like june and it would be like melted like <laughs> in a windowsill or something yeah, like, yep. oh. <laughs> yeah i always feel like you found like a little piece of gold though. i it's know like, oh, i know an artifact <laughs> artifact <laughs> i wish it was fucking gold jeez <laughs> Uh, well, anyways, yeah, we just but wanted springs, to do it. Spring's here. That's good, oh, right? Thank God. I can't tell. No, seriously, <laughs> like, that was so dramatic, but I'm, I cannot <laughs> tell you how happy I am that it's getting warmer and I brighter know. out. It's like, so true. The whole like seasonal depression thing is so real. So, I'm so God. over the cold. I'm over it. Like, give me some sunshine. I need vitamin D. Yes, I want to stand outside and like oh, bask in the warmth. Make sure you have your sunscreen on or Hiram gonna get real I bad. know I know that's Mm-mm. true but yeah spring's here things are looking up people are getting vaccinated and we feel a lot better than we did last week and thank you for, yes. for everyone who watched and left a positive comment I know that was an intense emotional episode mm-hmm. and we we cut out even some of it some of the more emotional parts so I mean it was intense I felt like exhausted after it. yeah take a nap. same but um, it was really but good to yeah, do and really well received so thank you guys so much for that we appreciate all the love and support um, that you guys send our way. But shall we get into Operation Varsity Blues? Yes, we shall. All right. But before we do that, we want to go ahead and thank our first sponsors for the day. Okay. So the Netflix documentary. What did you think about it? Just like I really as far enjoyed as it. The documentary quality and production. I really liked it. And I honestly, usually I don't really like reenactments. I Me think it's too. annoying, but I especially I in true crime. This, yeah. True crime reenactments are so annoying. Hell no. Yeah. But this one, I think, was helpful to get, like, the full picture of, like, really went what went down. Yeah. And I thought it was so interesting that, like, every time they were, like, you know, on the phone with a client or, like, mm-hmm. some rich dad or mom or whatever, they were always, in, like, the most beautiful home. Yeah. Like, the landscape is perfect. I'm like, God, this is such... It's, like, really paints the picture. It's like Sims or something. Yeah. It's just so perfect. It was, like, so perfect. Like, I was at some restaurant. Yeah. Or, like... Right. In their nice backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Overlooking the beautiful pool. I'm like, wow, it really does paint a picture of their life. And they're like, dro- you know, dropping huge numbers, like a million dollars, $500,000 for this one, you know, simple task. I was like, damn, just, so just to get accepted yep. into a school. Just to get accepted. You'll drop millions of, I'm like, imagine having millions of dollars to cheat your way into a school. Right? Like more money than most people make in their entire lifetime. They just like put it down just to get in. Just and then to you get still in. have to pay the tuition. You're not paying Which, for the school. By the time you pay $3 million to get into a school, the tuition's like fucking pocket change. Yeah, see, that's so insane. It's, it's, the so whole blew thing my mind. was, yeah, it blew my mind too. Like I've always obviously known that this type of thing existed, yeah. that there's clearly, we all know, is it like a secret that the school system's fucking rigged for the so rich? It is always been. For the rich. It always, always has been. Uh-huh. And we all know this. But to yeah. this extent, I didn't realize that there was like dudes like this Rick Singer guy that- right literally are like mobsters for college admission it's calls crazy. himself what did he call himself like a college admissions uh, advisor. coach or some oh, yeah, advisor coach. yeah a college advisor and so it's like insane what you can and the fact that they got away with so much for so long yeah i'm like wait you can literally cheat on an sat score in the sense of like have the proc the guy who's proctoring it change the scores for you after just if you can write them enough money it's crazy it makes you wonder like how long has this been going on right what's the extent how many people have used this way to manipulate the school systems like how many people beyond this totally. Operation Varsity Blues, which I right. think involved like 50 families yeah, or 50 parents like or something? A lot of, I think he actually had over like in the time, like, you know, from start to finish of doing all this was like 700 people he was yeah. in contact with. Over but as the course, far as the people that were like in the yeah, investigation. In, yeah, I think, I think it, it was like 50. Something. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. But it yeah. was and it also kind of made me pissed off and sad because in like a student perspective of like there's mm-hmm. so many people who work their fucking ass off in school and like take every AP and take it so serious and like, God, like run themselves into the ground just to get into a good school when there's people literally having their mommy and daddy write them checks for millions of dollars and like just bypassing it. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's not even like, oh, I'll donate you. I'll donate $30,000 in order for my kid to like get in. It's like, I'll lie, cheat, photograph, like Photoshop, their heads yeah. onto people like <laughs> it's, it's like wild how deep this goes. and i think that's the thing is like i don't think everyone realizes like just how far these people went and mm-hmm. how culpable they really were in it mm-hmm. and involved mm-hmm. you know yeah totally it's like 
yeah and how many these people were yeah oh yeah and even like olivia jade was in more involved like right on the documentary she's like cc'd in all the fucking emails <laughs> she like totally knew this was going on it's crazy or she just literally doesn't read her email and was like whatever mommy and daddy are doing their little email oh, thing I'm i don't sure. care i don't know my i'm just so confused about her overall she's back on youtube now which is very interesting for those of you who are confused and have not seen this let's kind of go into this and go piece by piece here and try to explain this a little more yeah okay so basically the college admission scandal um it's been going on for a long time i don't even know really when it started i don't think we all i don't think any of us really know but it's been on the record since 2011 and has recently been exposed so they've been you know that i think it was the fbi has been working You know, they've been doing this whole investigation for a long time, way before any of this was really brought to the public eye. Mm-hmm. And Rick Singer, this dude, is basically the ringleader of all of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he he was able, he started off, well, we'll get into his background a little bit, but he now has been caught due to the fact that eventually his calls were being wiretapped. And that's how they like figured it out was like, okay, dude, something's like, you're listening to these conversations and he's literally talking about like, don't worry about it. We'll write. We'll write them a ten thousand dollars check, and the the SAT scores will be switched, and the bubbles will be changed. Don't worry about it. like. So that's how they kind of were like, "Wait, what's going on over there?" Yeah. And eventually they caught him, and this whole thing blew up, and they found out all this shit. How deep it really went. But he started off. I people describe him as like being kind of an unhappy, grumpy, like very kind of cold, yeah. dude. A lot of he had like divorced parents and I guess he was kind of unhappy as a kid, but I guess he's really good at talking to people. They said they're like, yeah, but he's really great at like us selling you shit, convincing you he can turn mm-hmm. on the charm mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. So that's kind of, you know, his background. And then after childhood, he went to several colleges, but then went into coaching basketball and he wasn't very good at coaching and he had a super short temper, was known as to like throw things and scream at um, their the players and just pretty pretty bad so he was fired and then he changed his career and um at the time college college advisors was never really a profession or until then and it was like this newer up-and-coming job that people could have and there was a big demand for it of these advisors basically that you can hire while your kid is still in high school to coach them into getting into college whether that's coaching them the sat act um being able to write their help their essays you know help interviews for college just someone that's basically like their whole job is to get your kid into the best school or whatever you're trying to get into which i i guess it makes sense that this exists but i had no idea that you could get these get something like that beyond just your school like i obviously had a counselor like a guidance counselor at my school that helped me advise me about like how to sign up for the act and like apply to colleges Mm -hmm. and stuff but Nothing like this. I didn't know you could like hire private people yeah. essentially to it's do like that. Basically, just get us I in. I knew that you can hire like tutors and like stuff mm-hmm. for test yeah, prep. Of like, test prep. Test prep. That's tutors, different. But this is but different. But that's part of the conversation too, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, it is. We'll get more into that. Um, but anyways, he was one of the first independent college advisors, and so that's really the in the word independent, meaning mm-hmm. like he's not working for a school as like a recruiter. He's literally being paid privately, essentially, to like help these people get into schools. <laughs> that's so. That's just another thing to add to the bill. Like how much money? This is so crazy. I know. It's crazy. It's um, so much when they like really don't even care. Like a lot of these kids, that's what's really interesting about it. And mm-hmm. what I found so interesting about this mm-hmm. is that a lot of these students are way less motivated or really don't care about going to these schools as much as their parents do. Totally. It is such a pride thing. Like that's what this documentary really drilled home to yes. me is like how much this isn't like, because at first I remember thinking like, because I try to see the best in everybody, right? You try to like like you're like okay wait okay so what what got them to this point Mm -hmm. is it love they just love their kids so much and they want them to have this crazy they want them to be a doctor or something and they're just willing to do whatever they get desperate but it's not even that it's like vicariously living through their kids vicariously living through their kids and to be able to say like look what good parents we are we got our kid into cornell or Mm -hmm. yale or yep Yep. Mm -hmm. it's like all a title and it's like and one thing that really made me realize that is this clip that I found, I don't know if people are putting this around, but I found this super interesting really? of Olivia Jade talking about how much she doesn't want to go to school. Oh, yeah. I've, yep, Have I've you seen, seen that it? exact clip. Yeah. Okay. It's Let me go ahead crazy. and play yeah, that. Yeah, play it. I am in college. What's that like, going to college? Pretty weird. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, at first when I went, it was more of like my mom and my dad were like, you have to go. Like, 
you know, they wanted me to have that experience because both of them didn't go to college. And then I got here and I'm literally like obsessed. Like I haven't slept at home once. Like mm -hmm. I don't want to really, I like the freedom of it and I'm actually like interested in my classes, which I didn't think I would be. And my dad made me go to college. Yeah. Which sounds so annoying because like I know I'm very lucky to have an education. But yeah. It's true. Like I just really didn't want to go. But I definitely was like, I don't really want to go to college. Like I'm just going to do social media. So, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, there's that. But then there's all lots of clips of her being like, Oh, I went to class. I just want to go home. Like, I'm so unhappy here. I just want to be at home. And it's really, it really paints a picture of like, okay, I don't even know if it's mostly the kids that want to do this shit. No, as I much don't as think the it parents is. want them to have that yeah. prestige, that title, that like, ooh, your kid went to Harvard shit. You guys got smart kids and, you know, great success Fancy. ahead of you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like the whole image. The whole image. And being able, I feel like it's, the parents who didn't have that for themselves or maybe they did, I don't know. But I think it's a lot of these parents that are like, I never went to Harvard and I, was, I still like want that experience so they can like wear the Harvard Harvard parent mm -hmm. shirts and like be at the, you know, the football games and hang out with the other rich parents. And yeah. it's like this whole, it's almost like a club at the end of the day. Like how obsessed parents are with their own kids college is quite interesting. Yeah, because it sounds like Olivia was like, she already had a Sephora palette yeah. and was like an influencer. She was already doing quite well. She could have just done that mm -hmm. and they just wanted her so badly to get the experience. So it's like, and that's just got to be so frustrating. I can imagine for those of you who have like tried to get into these really hard prestigious right. schools and have worked your ass off. Like imagine how many people and did it the hard way. Like right. maybe you didn't have tutors and extra prep this and a fucking advising right. coach. You just right. went to school, worked hard and applied for colleges. Yeah. And Olivia Jade gets your spot when she doesn't even want to go. Totally. Like imagine how mad you'd feel. Exactly. It's like, it's so, it's so sick and it, and it continues to just help the rich. You know, it's, it's doesn't, yep. it continues a stereotype of like, Oh, college is for like rich most of the time white people. And it's, yeah. well, it's rigged. It's for so them, rigged. So, it's yeah. so rigged for them. It really is. So anyways, basically he started, you know, recruiting these and talking to these people that wanted their kids to get in these in these schools. And because of his background in coaching, he knew athletics really well in college. He knew like the ins yeah. and outs of how that works. And so he took that he took advantage of that and started basically having these random people be, quote, a part of these different athletic teams and recruited athletes, essentially people, but people who had never played that sport. We just made up, just made up. And it was never like football or basketball or main sports. It was like rowing or sailing <laughs> or like things that I feel like are not as closely watched that they could, he right. can like get in with. And that's absolutely, the he's not going to screw with like a huge basketball. football team or something. Yeah. Like basketball. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Definitely there was a reason why Olivia Jade went as a rower because mm -hmm. what is someone going to believe? She's like a volleyball player, lacrosse player or something. Like, I feel like it's so much harder to get away with. Yeah, definitely. But so, even the rowing, like what the fuck? The fact that they did that and photoshopped those pictures, that I is just know. the, oh my God. Can it's you imagine so that? It's so And insane. I really liked the um, documentary because when like the parents would be talking on the phone, with rick they would be like well what am i going to tell my kid like she's going to be like why are we going to take the sct here and not at home and it's very simple you're going to hop on the plane you're going to go to la you're going to tell them you're looking at schools and you want to stop by they're going to take the test then the proc uh, the proctor the guy who's proctoring this cool the yep. test is going to change the answers mm -hmm. and then that'll be it like no questions asked and so they're like okay um you know, one of the guys was like, um, you know, I'm, a, I'm not trying to like question you, but I am a lawyer and this just doesn't seem basically being like, what the fuck? And then and, yeah. the guy, and Rick is so like sneaky is like, no, like, do you want he's basically like, do you want your kid to get into Stanford or not? And they're like, yeah. well, yeah, I was like, well, then follow my lead. Like he wasn't going to straight up admit that it was illegal, but he was right. basically being like, we're yeah, guys, like, look, we're taking back roads yeah. here. We're taking shortcuts. Yeah. I mean, how stupid for a lawyer to be like, is this is this legal? It's like, I don't know, dude, check your check books. Your books. <laughs> it's not legal. Clearly, it's not yeah, legal. Clearly, it's not legal. And how bad are these parents to then have their minor children? Most of them are minors get involved in this fucking crime. Yes, totally. Seeing them in on the emails and everything yeah. like it's just next level crazy. Like as much as I'm annoyed with Olivia Jade and I have whatever I do in a way I feel bad for some of these kids that their parents too. are like so insane about well, this stuff like they've seemed to just completely lose reality of what actually matters in life and I feel it's sad because 
as a kid, for the most part, you want to please your parents. And if your parents, all they're talking about their whole lives is you being in Stanford, mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, so that's my whole identity. If I don't get in, then I'm what to them? It I'm seems nothing like to some them. of them, they really didn't have a choice. It like, seems like they didn't. And yeah. I feel like a lot of times you don't when you're under your parents' roof and, and you know, they're good at manipulating. They can, if you're, it's like, well, my parents are doing it. So how bad can it be? Like, I mean, I guess if they're doing it. So what happens, though, if you are just an average student and then now you're in a class with all these people who scored the top on the ACT? I would be drowning. Like, right? if, if they had faked my ACT scores and I was sent to some school, I'd be like, they'd find me out they'd in a like, week at um, least. They'd be like, yeah, so like, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> but like, I'm serious. How did they? And I guess that's how it all fell apart, too, is Olivia Jade. People started questioning how yeah. she got into USC. Yeah, people because yeah. it's such a prestigious school, and she has this whole online image where she's constantly right. talking about how she doesn't even like school and like doesn't right. care about classes and stuff. And so. her sister got in it as well. I'm pretty sure. The, uh, yeah, it was On her, her sister. Yep. Yeah. No. As and so the people were like, "Wait, oh, right, how did right. two girls yeah. from the same family, two sisters, get into the same school? Like, you're just both that good when it's so hard to get into? Interesting how that yeah. works." Your family both got in on the first try. Hmm. So that's kind of how it all started. They really started like pretending to be on these smaller sports teams that, you know, aren't as closely watched, I guess you could say, and then offering them like gobs of money, Hmm. just like $500,000, a million dollars. I remember at one point they were talking about with Stanford, they're like, what if we make a donation? That's what, it, that's what mm-hmm. they kept calling it, right? Like, quote unquote, donation. You're making a donation. Rick had this, um, he started like a nonprofit. And it was so that you could make donations, essentially. Mm-hmm. But really, it's like buying your way into yeah. school without it saying that, without well, the title isn't that of that. Well, pretty much like tons of people have been doing for years yes. and years and years, making these that donations the to schools? Because there's like the back door and then the side door. And so... You know, there, there's the front door of like student mm-hmm. gets in themselves. They work hard. They get in. Then there's the back door of making the donation to the school, which is normally millions of dollars, but it's also still never guaranteed. So then Rick created this, quote, side door, which is like, OK, you pay me a frack. You don't have to pay mm-hmm. me five million dollars like you do to get in the back door, but pay me half a million or one million. And I can I know all the right people. I know all the right strings to pull and I can get you in. <laughs> And I'll like guarantee you. So but what about the ethics of even using the front door? Like if you just make a five million dollar donation to a school and you get the some back, type of. Yeah, the back door. Or, I mean, entrance, yeah, the, right. The, whatever. The I, other door. I know. I'm like, what the hell? And of course, schools are like, no, that's never happened. But like, we all know that fucking Come happens. On. That like how happens. stupid do you think we are? Like and, mm-hmm. and students even know it. I was watching this. Um, I don't know. Some interview with people talking about just what they thought of this whole scandal Mm -hmm. as students at Yale. Mm. And they were saying that they don't really mind people that do make donations and get that privilege Mm. because it does help the school at the end of the day and their campus is improved and they Mm -hmm. go to these really nice schools with the best teachers and the best stuff. So at the end of the day, they're kind of like, well, these rich kids kind of pay for us that have actually worked really hard and gotten our way. Right, right, yes. And I also found it interesting because it is so much of like the looks of that school, like going and like how it looks to go to that school and like putting because I mean, at the end of the day, like you can get pretty much the same college at many different schools. Like even the guy in the documentary was like, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day where you get your education. Like Mm -mm. someone's education here isn't that much better just because it's a prestigious school. Like you're paying for the name a lot of the times. Oh, definitely like, what matters is and the, the experience accredi- and the experience but st- i'm like you can find wonderful programs at schools that are small and inexpensive oh, yeah. like there's like thousands or even of community. i was thinking more like community, community college, college too 100 you know? but you don't always get the like campus right uh, true because like but, that's the thing is when i went to unc i would also do some classes over at the community college nearby and i had some of the same professors better classes if if yeah seriously better classes than the actual university that's interesting and um paid a fraction like saved so a lot of money by taking a couple classes like, over there the name of like the university i think so in a lot of ways and i'm sure that's not the case everywhere this happened to be the community college that i went to was good but mm-hmm. you know it's just interesting how how much more people will pay for like this literally the same thing and you can come out of the out of school with way more knowledge than someone who paid mil- literally millions, millions to be there millions it's of dollars wild to think about it's like I remember even when I was applying to grad school, there were uh, there was like a specific accreditation that I needed to get in order to be able to do what I wanted. I was like, it needs to be K-CREP accredited. So I would look all over for these different 
programs that were KCREP accredited and like some of them what were eight KCREP. It's I don't even can't remember what it stands for, but it's basically like it's a accreditation for all sorts of things, but it was what exactly like my program it was like if you want to do this, that and the other in counseling, you should look for accredited school in KCREP. So Anyways, a lot of when I was looking, like some of the tuition would be like $80,000 and then some of like my school was so much cheaper and it was still accredited by the same fucking people at the this end of the day. This is for grad school by the end. But by the a way. lot of it's yeah, but a lot of it's like just schools in general, yeah. like depending on where your accreditation, like some huge expensive school can be accredited by the same school that's by the same company that from a school that's way smaller and less known. It's like, but at the end of the day, they're still meeting the same requirements. You have to meet these specific requirements to be able to say you're this, that, and the other accredited. So it's, it's interesting. How often when you apply to a job, do they even really care? Like where you went or like, look at your, I always thought that, you know, they're going to look at your GPA. No, they don't care. No jobs really do that. No, as far as what I've heard, I obviously work for myself. No, I've never heard of that. I mean, your GPA? No, it's more like, oh, you have your degree? Okay, great. Yeah, it's like a, normally, do you have your bachelor's yeah. degree? Yes or no? Yeah. Is it is it like, from where? And how much did mommy and daddy pay to get you most in? Most people don't even care where it's from. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like most... A most degree the definitely time does not equal you know, an educated person necessarily or a person who's qualified for a certain position. Exactly. No, definitely not. Um, but before we get back into this, we want to thank our last sponsors for the day. So back to the story. Between 2011 and 2018, while Varsity Blues was happening, parents paid Rick at least $25 million, you guys, to bribe (laughs) coaches, university administrators, and that's just what we know of. Mm -hmm. $25 million. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's all about this status. It is. It like, it doesn't. Oh, and the, the interesting thing that the documentary talked about is that this all started back in the 80s because U.S. News started rating colleges based on only prestige. Had nothing to do with their test scores, had nothing to do wow. with their academics, had nothing to do with just the diversity. Just how fancy pants it is. Just how fancy it was. And of course, you know, oh, U.S. News says that this, that, and the other, the best schools. Then it's like, it just like spun around, it just like spun out of control from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's so interesting because it's like really based on what? These schools are the best based on what? And now... <laughs> It's, you know, a social symbol or a status mm-hmm. symbol when people post about getting into Harvard, Cornell or Yale or anything like that. Totally. Yes. And it's like a club almost, and, you know, like back in high school when I got accepted to UNC, I remember being like so stoked to go buy their shirt and be like, I'm going to yeah. UNC. And most people were like, okay, UNC, like yeah. whatever. That's but- one thing I'd like to talk about, too, is just like the overall like shame that even students put yes. on each other each about other. school. like. I don't know if every school is like this, but both of you, both of us experienced in our high school immense pressure, just from, not only from our parents, but from people Students. in the school to make sure you like got into a good school. Like for us, it was like the state school, CU. Everyone yeah. wanted to go to CU mm-hmm. or CSU, mm-hmm. right? And I didn't have the grades for either. <laughs> no, I didn't have the grades, but I also didn't want to go to CU. No, I, I totally was like, agree. Ugh, everyone from my high school went there. But at I the time, I remember feeling like, oh, I, can, I my options were very limited. Like I could, I could have applied to some out-of-state schools. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as if I wanted to stay in Colorado, my options were kind of limited. And kids were so mean. Like I know in the school podcast, I brought this up, but we had, I know you got the same thing, but people would always say, oh, university of no other choice what? for UNC. And it always made me feel I like, like such shit. I'd no be like, oh, choice. am I like destined for like a bad Nothing? life? Does yeah. that mean I'm going to like Loserville? Yeah, like, Loserville. What the fuck? People would look <laughs> you know, at me like, like, I'm going so to weird. You. Oh, like, and that was, it was such a, it was so insane how much yeah, people was. like cared it they did like and some people didn't give a shit right right some people didn't care i didn't really care that much but i still felt it like i definitely still felt it and once i got up to unc i loved it i had such a great yeah. time in college and everything yeah. i liked being in a small school and it allowed me to get to know way more people mm-hmm. and like actually recognize people and not like i don't know you, you get i feel like it's whatever there's something <laughs> to be said for big campuses and sure. small campuses totally. but neither i wouldn't say either one are necessarily better 100 um, i agree but yeah it was definitely this like this unsaid like oh oh mm, you're going there you're okay. going there like even though i was going for teaching and unc is a big teaching school so yeah. it's like the obvious choice i still felt like totally that sh- was like yeah kind of going to the loser school i yeah. felt, I felt like, like that, that at the time until i like graduated and started applying to master's schools and was in like that and then like i started applying to my internship i was like oh my god people don't give a 
no they don't so I was like, and ah, it doesn't matter at they all don't give a shit at all that's and then i, I wish i could have people told that were like total successful badasses and i found out they went to unc and i was like oh mm-hmm. shit yeah oh there's tons of people that went to unc like once mm-hmm. you actually go there you realize and it was a great school it is loved loved it, my education i felt yep. so fulfilled by my school i really did so and it, we saved a lot of money that's all i'll say <laughs> we did yep see was very expensive see it was expensive school in general is so damn expensive mm-hmm. it's ridiculous mm-hmm. like we have such a problem it's only getting worse it's only getting mm-hmm. more and more expensive so expensive and harder to get into and i think that's so unfair because like let's say you are someone who is really motivated and you want to do something with your life and you're a smart person you have like a lot of common sense skills but you just can't test you're dyslexic you get in there and you just can't do it and you can't get the numbers so on paper you don't look like a good student and so you don't get the opportunity to go to a, a school where maybe there's something specific you want to get into. Oh. Like, it, I think it's sad that so much of our life is rated off of these four years where we're just coming out of fucking middle yeah. school, dude. Middle like, school. They like start grading kids. you after eighth grade. They're like, all right, what do you well, do? this is going to determine the rest of your yeah. life. These grades you get. So in it freshman feels year, like that. it was so much pressure. And then I felt so stressed out, like from my parents and my parents there, they were having their own stress because mm-hmm. they have stress from other parents mm-hmm. and the news and people telling them like, got to get your kids into college, 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 college. And then we get to college and like, you know, so many of our friends when we graduated couldn't even get jobs. So many. Oh like my everyone. God. Like, like everyone. Like everyone. It I was wouldn't crazy. apply to like a job that had nothing. Like I was literally a, a receptionist. There was no, nothing wrong with being a receptionist. But I was like, wait, I'm confused why I went to school for psychology for four years and I'm trying to get my master's. Why? Like, why am I not doing something in my field? Like, no one wants me because I have no experience. Well, of course I have no experience. I just got out of school. <laughs> how <laughs> are you supposed want? to do both? Like, how That's like, like the biggest conundrum. Everyone has to deal with that. It's like, no experience. We don't want you. Okay, well, how do I gain experience? Without having, <laughs> having some experiences. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really make much sense. Oh, it was ridiculous. I mean, the whole thing is, is incredibly broken. And that's just, I think this documentary is just peeking into a section of this larger broken puzzle right totally like it's it goes so deep it goes so deep so okay so kind of to put things back into perspective you know you can if you're going like the back door route it costs about three million dollars of a donation to get into harvard but they can still deny you whereas rick offered like a bargain price a bargain deal essentially like he'd be like mm-hmm. okay pay me fifty thousand dollars yeah and we'll have your daughter's sat scores changed and then you would pay an extra two hundred fifty thousand dollars and the usc coach to you know would make sure that they would have this spot on the water polo team or That's whatever it was the funniest shit though because like imagine the other girls on the team that are like serious water polo players and then there's like <laughs> olivia like, jade or someone is in the back like, I'm sure they're not, they're not even at practice. I'm sure. I'm sure they don't even know <laughs> them. They're like, wait, this girl's in yeah, our that's team. Possible. Like, that's possible. That's possible. Yeah. Well. It's crazy. Yeah. Imagine that. And then imagine how pissed off you'd be. Yeah. You'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why? And then someone else who wants to be on the team and someone else got their spot because mommy and daddy gave the, the coach a nice check. Like, uh-huh. are you kidding me? And it's like, you know, this stuff exists, but seeing it actually playing out in this documentary is just mm-hmm. so like, oh, it's so frustrating. It's crazy. What's up, Sid? I was going to ask. Um, did you guys, do you know if like the sport, like if they got into the school because of a sport or whatnot, did they actually have to play the sport? The I students? didn't think they did. Yeah, I don't think they no. had to play. I think it was like, hey, you're a water polar person now. And they're like, okay. But you know, with this like, one, they this were way. guaranteeing them a spot on the team. So they must be listed on the roster I, as on the team. Yeah, so where the announcers are like, where's this person? Are they sick? My like, guess is it was like, or maybe they just come and stand in the back. They're like in the pool, like just <laughs> swimming, basically. <laughs> she has like her floaties on. She's just like chilling there, like, okay. Like, yeah, we have to have her on the team. I'm I don't sure know why. they're like on the roster for like official records, but I'm sure it's like very hush hush. Like, yeah. and that's that's a great question. I don't know. Were the other teammates, did they ever see this person's name? And like, um, Olivia Jade, well, last I knew she had a fucking palette with Sephora. Um, didn't know she was into water polo. Like, and this guy's daughter, the water polo thing, he didn't even tell his daughter about this. So right. she didn't even know she was on the pre- <laughs> no. pretend water polo player. Like, like how embarrassing. Can you imagine finding that out? I'd be so mad at my parents. This is so weird. I think it actually, no, I'm pretty positive that that's just how they got into the school. Like once they got into the school, they're not they on the team anymore. Yeah, no. yeah, there was no list of them. There were, they weren't oh. on a roster or anything. I'm pretty oh. sure. So they just basically lied like, oh, they're going to get her get on. accepted. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was to just get yeah. accepted. And then once but I think on it's it, in this specific case, though, Rick had this guy, uh, Augustine, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Augustine Haneus 
paid to make sure that they gave them a spot on the water polo team. So I don't know if she actually fulfilled that spot. Said I'm not sure. Maybe he. Maybe she wanted to be on the water polo team. I don't know. Wild though. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> but water polo sounds fun. Side note. I oh, want to play does. that shit. It's really like, intense. You just hang on. It's like water. Like no, volleyball, it's but you're in the water. Though. Yeah, I know. You gotta like smack some bitches. But you gotta like fucking. Ball. You have to like water. tread water the entire Janelle's time. You gonna be out there like this. Treading this her is water. my water. But let me know in the comments if this hit is hit your good. ball. Hit a ball. Here's I was a like ball. a fucking crab about to like dig my way into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, imagine us on water polo teams. That's that's a joke. Um, but yeah, I mean Rick, he was like <laughs> such a great salesman. At the end of the day, this other yeah. guy named John, he was a successful. Uh, sailing coach at Stanford University and no one expected him to be involved in this sort of thing but Rick approached him and talked to him about recruiting and you know next thing he know he's involved with it and and in a, in a way he thinks it's like fundraising for his team like he never took anything personally he was like always trying to put it back in his team mm-hmm. but he ended up having to like plea as like a felon from a felony charge plea guilty because yeah and now he's a he has that on his record forever. And he's like one of the only ones that didn't even go to jail because of the fact that they didn't really, he didn't really mm-hmm. use it in a bad way. He was trying to like put it back into the team. Yeah. But Good intentions. It's major fail. Just it, the whole thing, the amount of people that were involved in this yeah. is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this woman named Yuzi Zhao and she had a spot on the sailing team Um and he so she literally has a spot on the sailing team i guess it was like a a spot meaning like that's how she's going to the school she doesn't have great grades or i guess she did have good grades because i'm sure they changed her score but i think it was like oh you have a spot so that's how you're getting in and then maybe once you're in you're like no longer a part of it or maybe you are just on the roster i don't really know but like try out yeah well like but that's how you got into the school though you would but like they were like photoshopping shit and being like posed like this (laughs) it's like crazy shit but Rick provided like a fake list of sailing accomplishments that she had done after accepting the five hundred thousand dollar donation. Like fake ass shit. Like being <laughs> like, really oh, yeah. believe this. She girl's did a out great there. sailing. She was sailing for this many like hours and blah blah blah. <laughs> what? So, um, I'm I'm sure some of the people that accept this kind of stuff just like know that this happens and oh yeah, I don't I know. Mean, or maybe they just so. don't know. Maybe it just really just goes unnoticed. I don't i don't know so insane i don't know you'd think this would be so much easier to catch i know like it's just what I'm so saying. fucking obvious like how is this not, not so obvious hmm. i know it's very weird and the photoshopping skills must have been good i don't know <laughs> photoshopping skills <laughs> but yeah i mean he was doing this all the time that oh and then he would also really like pry on their insecurities the parents would be like you know, he used to be like, look, your kid's not that smart. You know, we, I've been working with her for a while and she's just, she's not that smart. We're as good as it going to get. So <laughs> if you want her to go to Harvard, you need to pay me this amount of money. And they'd be like, uh, okay, okay. Like we want our kid to go into Harvard. So I guess we'll pay you. <laughs> that is just sad. Like the fact that lawyers were getting tricked into this. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's honestly sad to think about how low these parents got that they were just Oh my God, that's all they cared about at the end of the day. And it it really wasn't about their educations. Cause like, like I know we keep using Olivia. She's like the go-to example here. There's but also like she, yeah, there's a couple other, but she, you know, clearly didn't, I bet she would have been an influencer. She would have maybe gone there for four years, maybe. And then, uh, it seems become an influencer, no not even interest. user degree. Right. So it's like, just so that well, you really can the say end she was result. there. So right. she, yeah, you got to go to the football games and like wear a sweatshirt. I literally and, like, think that's like it. That's part of it. Yeah. And I feel like social media is like ruined that because it's all about like being able to prove to everyone yeah. else how cool you are. Like if social media, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> was just what comes to like, oh my God, Harvard, love myself. Which no, like shout out to him. And if, if any of you were smart enough to go there, damn, yeah. that's impressive. But comment below where you go to school. Let's see like yeah. the top school in the comments. Yeah, who's got, if you who's already have a comment, if there's Don't already lie. a comment of your school, just thumbs it up because I do want to see like who is yeah. in the top. Yeah. That's very interesting. Um, but yeah. Okay, here's one thing I want to ask you. Okay. Just, okay so where where does the the line of ethics kind of, where do you draw the line when it comes to this stuff though because yeah we have people making donations okay so with the donations alone okay we have people just making an actual donation sure should they get a leg up if they're making huge donations or is it even any different than going through this back door and doing these secret little things 
Is it kind of the same thing? I think it's like the same thing. And I, I don't, do people even in high school, I remember like these, like this rich family from my high school would like make donations and they always like got the mm. leg up even in high school. I always thought that was slimy. I'm like, yeah. your parents are literally just buying your way through shit. I yep. think that's, I think that's slimy. I, bet I don't think you, you should do. be able to. I bet to, you that happened. I don't Absolutely. think you should be able to just like donate yeah. money to your school for like the purpose of that, like donate to a specific cause or a specific program or like donating shouldn't give you a leg up on anything. Right. It should be donating to donate without another reason for doing it. Right. Amen. Yeah. It's we should Amen. all have a fair playing field. Because but then it's when no you longer a donation. A donation's right. a it's donation. A You're supposed to be able to just give it without expecting something in return, mm -hmm. right? Like you're doing it out of the kindness of your own being or whatever. Yeah, like how many people donate to schools that their kids don't go to or just like do it to be nice? Right. It, well, it's normally for a reason. Normally something comes with it. Or right. You get some type of perk or something. Yeah, that's that is true. And so I mean, you can break it down to is it unfair that certain kids can afford test prep? And some can't. Do you think it that's is yeah. an advantage? Yeah. I would say that is unfair. I think so. As I sit here and I was, I, I hired someone prep. with test prep. Yeah. For a few sessions. Cause I was so. Oh, you did like a tutor thing? Yeah. For like two sessions. I was like, yeah. all right, tell me what, what to I did do. like one of those little classes and I didn't listen to anything. I oh. just sat in the back and was like, you know what? I'm just going to fill out C for all the answers anyway. So <laughs> you should have hired what's his face <laughs> to change up your scores after. <laughs> Oh, Ricky boy, bring him in. Another thing that was switch. really interesting they talked about was how they would easily get their kids diagnosed with a learning disability in order to get like extra time mm -hmm. on the exams. I was like, damn, that's fucking trash too. It really pisses me off because like I've had that. I've had an IEP since I was <laughs> really young and I could have had all this help in high school. And I don't mm -hmm. know why I was so ashamed of it. It's so weird. I think because now some people are like paying for it and trying to get my god i should have fucking took and taken that advantage <laughs> why didn't i do that like totally. all four years i was like ashamed of it i was like no i'm oh. fine I'm fine i don't need anything but people yeah. are paying for it now i know it's like insane now it makes sense like extra time but yeah all those things are an advantage and obviously when you have a disability those things aren't really an advantage because they're you already are at a disadvantage yeah, they're so kind of bringing trying... you up to fairness mm -hmm. um but the fact that some people are just paying for these things or can do these intense prep courses like you did a couple of tutoring yeah, sessions. But there it was kids like, that work with people oh, constantly. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and or uh, test prep. Nothing against them or like what they're doing. I think educating yourself is great. Education is awesome. But being and, able to have the privilege and the to tools, have access to that. Right. It's just some, acknowledging the privilege said that. Yeah. Everyone should have it. Yeah. Everyone, everyone should, should have, have the ability the to do that. Playing or field. personally, I think they should fucking either get rid of standardized tests or give an alternative because like you were saying, yeah. that's not fair that I'm sucky at tests. Yep. Well, yep. I'm still smart. So why is it that because you're good at tests, you get in before me? Like, I think standardized tests are the biggest load of trash on earth I agree. when it comes to education, to be honest. Like, they're I really fucked agree. and they need to be abolished. <laughs> I think like, so, don't too. Even get it me is not a good way to, to show how much to display how much someone actually it knows pisses me or off so bad it's For really a standardized bad. test like they're not even it's like bullshit that you haven't even learned about in the past year it's literally when you're studying for a test, you're studying how to take a test. All of these prep courses aren't like, let me teach you all this valuable mm -hmm. information that you need to know. It's like, here's how to test well. Yeah. Like you're paying money in order to like, basically like understand how tests work. For what? It's such a scam. Yeah, I know. It really is such a scam. I mean, sometimes maybe it works, but. It does work, but I think it's it's set up to where like you, you're still learning how to like, read the question the way like what are they really asking and learning how to mm -hmm. like get around their trick questioning especially like, why, the sat they're, they're there to trick you and that's not yeah. like fair it's annoying that we have to learn how to take a test like why and it really does mess up your confidence a ton like oh yeah. god i felt so shitty about myself like the whole act thing was so stressful Ugh, and just ACT. applying for colleges and seeing the the fact that you at the end of the day it's just like your numbers like i was like can i can I just call up the college administrators and like Give tell them me about an me? Interview, like you seriously, I will be right? Subject guaranteed. Like it's I can sell a piece of paper at the end of the day. One hundred percent. Except yep. for these. Well, you know, some schools. I don't know if you did this. Said I don't know if you did this either. Did you guys either of you have like a senior project or like a capstone type thing? But in high school, you uh, had one. No. Yeah. Like you had to do some type of charity or something. Yeah, I had to do. It was like in my English class or something okay. like that. And I mean. It seemed like the biggest project of my senior life. Senior project? Yeah, senior yeah. project. 
Interesting. No, I never. I don't it was awful. So. And did you like? What did you do for it? Did you like volunteer? Oh, I had or something? A, like no, I made up like not made it up. We had to like find a topic and then pretty much present it to like a massive group of people. And, like it was like you could do a charity or you could. What do a was business. your topic? Do you remember? Mine was aromatherapy. Oh, cool. Well, that's fucking yeah. cool. Interesting. And that I, was like, probably interesting as heck. Yeah. Like, that's interesting as heck. <laughs> I've been censoring my curse words around my grandma. Interesting as heck. Interesting as heck. (laughs) (laughs) But that's cool. I mean, most schools, I thought it was more of a charity thing. Like you have to demonstrate something like that or or something to do with your future. Because I never did anything like that. And I thought that would have been so much cool to submit. That would have been so much cooler. Mm -hmm. Sorry, to submit something like that to a college that really shows who you are. Or like I would have loved to like edit something and send something yeah. like that in, yeah. or yeah. you know, like it's just sad that our skills are so we're so like glazed over, and the potential for everyone totally. is so missed because we're focusing on just these specific numbers and looking at a specific type of kid to get into these more prestigious schools. Yeah, which, I mean the whole thing is just fucking beyond messed up at this point. It's going to take so long to fix any of and these it's issues. Just, it's so bad because it just is continued to be so discriminatory against minorities. And absolutely, you know, it's just, it's like, okay, so now you everything literally have to is. pay your every, it is the it's, whole, everything in our government, everything about the way we live is rigged against minorities. It, it is. just is. Oh God. And the older you get, the more you realize, You're I know like, what the fuck is this? Especially these documentaries. Like they, they really, really bring show it out. Like, damn, it's crazy. It's really bad. So eventually, by the time this all starts kind of becoming, coming to the surface and people are like, wait, what the fuck? And the FBI is getting involved. At that point, there's like 50 people involved in this scandal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like you were yeah. saying, 50 people are like under investigation. Mm-hmm. And basically what happened is one of Rick's clients was arrested on some unrelated charges and then ended up telling the cops to look into Rudy Meredith, who is a soccer coach at Yale, who was reported asking parents for bribes. <laughs> so then they go to Rudy. Rudy's like, oh, hell no. Let me throw Rick under the bus big time. <laughs> and then, boom. I mean, they're starting to wiretap Rick's phones. And, I mean, the whole thing is like a snowball effect from there. And they're yeah. just like, in the document, they're like waiting for the perfect moment to show up at his door. And then... They're having him, you know, work essentially with them to like catch other people yeah. and wiretapping everybody. Wiretapping everybody. He was recording his phone calls with clients. And that's what's really interesting about the documentary is you have to constantly remind yourself that even though they're reenactments, these are real phone calls. Oh, Someone yeah, made yeah. these and you don't know who exactly they were. Right. So interesting. But I'm like, hmm, is this Massimo and Lori Long? Right. Aunt exactly. Becky. Very bad. Aunt Becky. God. <sighs> really let us down. Speaking of Aunt Becky, dude, when she was like getting arrested and going all through this, why was she like acting like it was like a photo shoot? She would like walk through out of the corner and be like, <laughs> like flipping her hair around, like smiling. I was like, dude, that is so cringe. Get your ass in the car. Like, what are you doing? Last night I was curious after I watched the documentary, which is Googling, like, where's Lori Lachlan? That was the latest. And according to the sources, she's just really excited for all this to blow over and she's not going to be watching the documentary. Like just wants you, it to blow over. You, that is so she wants people irritating. to forget it and like stop talking about the college admission scandal. Wealthy, privileged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we all know what you want to say. Like, come on. Really, dude? Yeah, it's really? really it's like, that's such real trash. bad. Yeah. So, th- and then she went to jail for two for months. Two months. And her so did daddy. husband went to for like three months. Yeah. And like a really nice prison that offered like yoga and pottery and shit. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Sounds Most like a retreat. privileged thing ever. They all got off really easy. So easy. Like, some of them are, you know, had, had, um, like a few more months, but none of them had like years. It was like maybe five months max or something like that. Mm-hmm. This one guy, John, that sailing coach we were talking about from Stanford, he actually pleaded guilty to mail fraud, wire fraud, and tax fraud. So and he got the harshest sentence. He got, but he didn't even go to jail. He went six months house arrest, two years probation. And that was the harshest. And that was the harshest one. Isn't that crazy? Two, yeah. Yeah. That's it's, so fucked, man. That's crazy. That just, show, that just millions shows millions of dollars. Worse the system is than you even think. When millions this is the punishment for all this. And as of now, what? Rick is like, he's like out free. His sentence no, hasn't so come crazy. yet. Like his, he, yeah. they haven't really even gotten to that part. So we'll see what end up if he gets charged. I mean, well, I hope sure this has ruined will. his life. I hope this has ruined his social life and that people see him all the time and shout things at him because this is fucked up. <laughs> shout things at him. That's the only thing we can do at this point because <laughs> the, the law is clearly not going to punish these people the way they need to be. 
Rick has had over 750 clients and only 50 of them have been charged. And like we said, the harshest one was a six month house arrest, two year probation. Otherwise, they were getting a little slap on the wrist, go to jail for a month when their jail is more like a resort. But okay, yeah, (laughs) just insane. So and then Olivia Jade obviously did that roundtable talk and she definitely seemed to have the attitude of like, I'm going to come back from this. And like people she's not going away. She's still going to try to be an influencer. It's clear. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's up with her lately. Maybe I should look at her. She recently like because she was off of YouTube for like a year and then she just posted a vlog like a few months back or I don't know, a few weeks back. I watched the whole thing. and It was so interesting. She just kind of like acted like nothing happened. And I'm like, I really wonder how wow. like I can't on Instagram. I can't help but like sometimes feel bad for her. And like, was she so manipulated by her parents? Like, I know she was involved. I didn't not saying that she didn't know what was going on, but like. Mm-hmm. It's hard to feel bad for her, though. It really is. It, I guess it, I feel bad for like the principle of it, like the fact that like these kids are so there's so much pressure to like get into these good schools and their parents are willing to lie, cheat and steal in order to get them in there. Oh yeah, kitchen shoot pictures in her kitchen. That's wonderful. So Leading she's pretty much acting like nothing ever happened. Yep, two days ago, swimsuit pic. But I'm like, does she deserve to be canceled for modeling of this? Pics. Well, I don't know because it's pretty terrible what happened. Yeah, I don't think she maybe. I don't know though. I don't know what the answer is to that because yeah. I don't know how involved she actually was at the end of the day. We don't know like how much this is her parents, how much this is her. But someone should have been held more accountable. I agree. What was done. It's so unfair. It's really and sad. honestly, like, if anything, this teaches me that, like, this shit's going to continue to happen. Like, yeah. So you got some fines and then, like, a little jail time. Like, this is just going to continue to go on. I mean, Rick is not going to be the last mm-hmm. dude to run a big college scandal. No. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure there's, there's tons many of people of out there. There's that probably are doing other it. operations that are totally. going on right now that they're still working on. If this took from 2011, yeah. like, almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure there's a lot of things like this because. If there's certain schools, if these schools are taking these things, that means there's more people that are offering them and, you know. Yep. Hey, yeah. So I don't know. 100%. It was definitely eye-opening to the entire education system. Very eye-opening. And yeah. It's just. Uh, I think what I learned personally is like what I'm going to take for my kids. I'm in this age where I'm like thinking about how I want to raise my kids and like just like try to avoid things like. I don't want them to feel the way I did about college. Mm -hmm. I was like really, really worried about being like a failure if I couldn't get into like the right college. And I just want my kids to know like whatever school they go to or if they don't go to school that that'll be okay and that like I'll accept them. And Mm -hmm. I think this insane pressure we put on kids at such an early age is just so unhealthy and so like honestly traumatizing for absolutely a lot of kids and the kid and the pressure that the kids put on themselves and the other yeah. kids i think that stems from at home though yes they're putting you know they're telling their they have their dad telling them that they need to be the best at this that and the other so they go to school and they automatically feel this type of i guess like com- competitiveness competition mm-hmm. between everyone else around them and or they just feel better than others they just feel better than others i think it really does come with like how we raise kids to begin with and and how even in schools how we put so much obsession on college prep college prep college prep college prep it's like why don't we like put how about like trying to be a good person and Mm -hmm. trying to find who who you are it's such a confusing time i think there should be more ways to get into colleges like there should be a certain amount of emissions that are based off of test prep school or test and whatever and then there's other categories that you can gain points in as far as creativity or uh, work that you've done like, in your community. Utilize your strengths. Yeah. Be, why does it have to be like some of your, some people's strengths is taking a test. Okay, great. Why, why is it that my strength is not taking tests? The fact and that I it can come do down it. to one point difference one point. on an ACT test between you and someone else in your future is just, it's so frustrating. It's so ridiculous. But we want to know what you guys yeah. think, of course. Let us know if, you know, what your experience has been with the education system. Maybe if you live in a different country, how yours is different than mm-hmm. here in America, because that's one thing we talked a lot about in our edu- in our education episode, school episode, mm-hmm. one of our first episodes. I know it was. <laughs> um, we talked a lot about how just how much better school is in other countries. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, some a lot of countries universities like free free yeah i know this one family friend i have um he went and got his master's in germany i think because it was like a fraction of the wow. price here and he lives there I've heard and people doing that i've heard of some people going to croatia yeah 
it's crazy how yeah. uh, rigged this education system is in America. It really is. Against people who don't have money, essentially. It's fucking mm-hmm. terrible. So, anyways, yeah. thanks for joining us for this sesh, guys. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. We thought it'd be interesting to talk about this. So, yeah, yeah. give us your feedback down below. Yeah, and in the comments, let us know what you guys want to see next week because we haven't planned it out yet. Oh, we yeah, can we always not. use some inspo. Yeah. So, leave a comment. Let us know what you'd like to see. Maybe something more fun. Today was pretty serious. Yeah. We'll have some fun next week fun fun i could use some fun in my life i'm always down for fun so yeah let us know also follow us on social media <laughs> at the underscore sesh podcast yep. it'll be down below as well and if you have an extra moment give us a review on apple Podcasts. we would really appreciate it and it really does help it does. so hop on over there if you have a second but that's pretty much it for this week guys thanks so much for joining on this week's sesh we'll see you on the next one but until then keep, keep it fresh, fresh.